I have a very strong feeling things are going to be extremely different in the years ahead. The plans that you once succeeded in might fail. But if you can learn to hear from God and follow Him, you will never fail. We have a tremendous advantage as Christians. For we are sealed with the Holy Spirit of God when we believe the Word of God. And by the Holy Spirit, we are guided into all truth. He teaches us all things. He reminds us of everything Jesus has said. And he shows us things to come. Therefore, we have a great advantage when we understand following God. I find very few people who call themselves Christians have any idea at all concerning following God's Spirit and going into safety. You are certainly going to need this in the days ahead. I feel certain things are going to be very different. We're going to look at some examples today of how God leads us into areas which humans would never consider going. I'm going to start out with an example from March 2020 in my own life. I had the concept brought to my mind as follows. Sell all your old sound equipment. I had stacks of sound equipment that I had accumulated from somewhere in the mid-1990s. As I obtained more money, I would upgrade equipment. So I had several varieties of sound equipment, speakers, amplifiers, preamps, all types of sound equipment that I was no longer using. And I heard this word in March 2020 at the height of the coronavirus information. When businesses were shutting down all over the United States, all over the world, in fact, I had information which I knew to be from God saying, sell all your old sound equipment. Now that just sounds totally wrong. Who's going to buy sound equipment in a time when the businesses everywhere all over the world are shutting down because of this coronavirus? Who's going to be buying sound equipment? But one thing I've learned through the years is this. Don't reason the word away that you believe to be from God. Don't let things come in to persuade you not to do that which you believe God has said to do. In Proverbs 21.30, we have an interesting information of scriptural instruction. There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord, the Word. So when you have a Word, that's all that matters. 
There is no wisdom against that word. There is no reasoning, no counsel, no understanding that can overcome that word when that word is from God. Just do the word which you believe to be from God. So in this case, I called Pam Padgett and asked her what she was doing because she does all the technical work for the ministry. She handles the books that are published on Amazon. She does the technical work for the blog. She does the technical work for the podcast. So she has a pretty busy work schedule. And I asked her what she was involved in. Was she involved in anything critical? She said no. She was just doing the regular uh, work business that we have to do to publish these messages. I said, well, stop everything. Here's something I've heard from God, and we really need to do it immediately. I need you to get on Internet and get on Audio Gone, which is an Internet website where you sell high-level sound equipment. I said, I need you to get on that and list all of our old sound equipment immediately because I've heard from God to do that. So Pam stopped everything that she had been doing for the ministry and began working on internet, listing all of our old sound equipment, putting it up for sale. It was incredible. The various components immediately began selling. People, sometimes we would have four or five people waiting to try to buy the same piece of sound equipment. In a matter of one month, we accumulated approximately $13,000 from the sale of old sound equipment, which had been stored and no longer used. Every item that we listed sold. When the money came in, We just put the money in a bank account. We didn't have anything that we needed to buy. We just let it sit there. And we waited for information from God before we used any of that money. Now that was early March 2020, in the exact time that we were told that we saw these businesses closing, that we saw all sporting events disappear from television. They shut down all the sporting events. I've never seen anything like it. I was frightened. I had a house in Texas that was for sale at that time. It had been on the real estate market for a year and a half and had not sold. I turned to God. I had great concern, and I turned to God. And I said to God, Is there anything I should do about that house in Texas? Immediately, this concept was brought to my mind, and I believed it was God speaking this to me. Put the house on special sale for one week and lower the price. I called, contacted the realtor immediately and told the realtor to do this. The realtor thought it was a good idea, but she wanted to put it on for two weeks. 
I let her do that. God had told me one week, but I let her go ahead and list it for two weeks on a special sale. It sold in two days. What had happened in this situation is I was very concerned about something and I lacked wisdom. So what did I do? James 1.5 If any of you lack wisdom, I said to God, Is there anything I should be doing about that house in Texas? I lacked wisdom. It had not sold for a year and a half and was on the market. It was the peak of the coronavirus where it was unlikely that things were going to sell. What am I going to do with this house in Texas? If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all liberally and abradeth not and it shall be given him. James 1, five. Also Philippians 4.6 Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. It's not that you ask the realtor, or your neighbor, or your friend, or a church member. You ask God. Now you have to believe that you can hear from God, You have to believe that God will communicate with you in a way that you can understand. But that's the direction you're going to need to go. We should be going that way anyway. I don't think many Christians go that way, but we should be going that way. The house in Texas closed on May 15, 2020. It brought approximately $290,000 after closing cost. What did I do with the money? Nothing. I just put the money in a bank account because I didn't have any information from God concerning doing anything with that money. I don't like to spend money and buy things unless I have an assurance that I have heard from God to do that thing. So far in this story, you will notice the only thing I'm doing is selling things and accumulating money. We sold all the old sound equipment. Now we sold a house in Texas. So all of this money has just gone into a money market account at a bank. We put it in a money market account at a bank and just let it sit there. In late May 2020, I found a sound processor that I was interested in. A sound processor runs your television system from the standpoint of connecting sound and video. This unit had the best color I've ever seen on TV, a TV picture, and the sound was excellent quality. It was a really good processor. The manufacturer had lowered it $2,000. It was priced at $4,000, and usually a very good sound processor will cost you more than $10,000. I had no doubt about the quality of the processor, and I had certainly had no doubt about the price. Actually, we tried out two processors. I tried out a processor that was $8,000, and it wasn't nearly as suitable for my hearing as this $4,000 processor. The $4,000 was much clearer. I liked it much better. So I bought the $4,000 processor. Now you will perhaps remember that we had already sold 
all the old sound equipment, and we had $13,000 in that account. So $4,000 of it was used for this upgrading of this sound processor, this preamp. We continued to allow the remaining money to stay in the bank account with the house money until such time as we felt a need for the money and really believed God showed us to do something with the remaining money. In mid-June 2020, I was having difficulty riding in my 24-year-old car and also had difficulty riding in Pam Paget's 17-year-old car. I've had several bones broken and surgeries due to accidents. I'm 82 years old at the time I'm making this recording. There's lots of pain in my life, physical pain. I was thinking about what we might do to the cars to help me. I was considering having new upholstery put into the passenger side of both cars. I no longer drive, so it only involved the passenger seats. As I thought about this, I heard a word which I believe to be from the Holy Spirit. Quote, or you could just buy a new car, end quote. A new car? I'd never even considered that. Although we had all this money from the sale of the house sitting in the bank, we had excess money from the sale of sound equipment sitting in the bank, there was plenty of money to go out and buy a new car, I had never considered such a thing until I heard this word from God by his spirit, or you could just buy a new car. That same night that I heard this word, I had a dream where I had bought a new car. That's pretty strong evidence of God in this picture. I told Pam Paget about it the next day that I'd had this dream where we bought a new car. And I said, I think we should go out immediately and look for cars. So we went that same day to look for a car, and we even bought a car that same day. It was $48,000. We had quite a bit of money left over after paying cash for the car because we had the house money and the sound equipment money. This is the way God's always worked with me. It's not that I go in debt for something. I accumulate money, and I don't even know what the money's going to be used for. And then later, there's a use for the money. This is just the way God works with me. I'm terribly fearful that most of you live the way of the world, which is buy now, pay later. And I know that is not the way of God. You do not know what's going to happen in the future. You might need that money that that you don't even have. You're going out there and buying things and charging them on your credit card, depending on a job that may not even be there. I don't mean to bring unnecessary fear to your life. I'm trying to get you to wake up and realize that, way of the world is not the way of God. If you want proof on this, I'm going to let you go and read the following scripture. 
1 Timothy chapter 6. It all concerns money. You go read that, and you'll see the way of life, the way of the world, is just opposite from that instruction in 1 Timothy chapter 6. I am very fearful if you are living the way of the world. I would very strongly suggest that you make immediate changes to change your way of life to make it fit 1 Timothy chapter 6. I feel very nervous about that which is coming upon this earth. I'm a prophet, and sometimes God just puts prophets in things inside of prophets. I just don't feel right about the time ahead. I think we'll be fine if we follow God. But if you follow the world and the patterns of the world, I think you're in for a very fearful time. So I'm trying to encourage you to follow God and start turning your life around. Well, you read 1 Timothy chapter 6. Well, I'll continue this recording. We bought the new car immediately that same day that I'd had the dream where I bought a new car. We paid 48000 for it. We had plenty of money to pay cash. Then we put Pam's old car up for sale, and it sold within about three days for 6500 We just put that 6500 in a storage area in case we needed it in the future. At first, we put my old car up for sale, but then I decided maybe I wouldn't sell my old car until I was absolutely sure. But then I went back and decided to put my old car up for sale, so it's up for sale. It's a 24-year-old car. The first thing we did with the new car is take it to a sound installation business. I have a very peculiar hearing ability where I hear pure sound. So I nearly always have my sound system in cars. I take it to a sound specialist to reinstall sound equipment. But we had plenty of money to do this. We still had over $9,000 left in that uh, sale of previous sound equipment. So I bought the sound equipment that I felt was going to work for me and had them install it in the new car. We also changed the tires on the new car to make it ride better and upgraded to the best Michelin tires, which really, really helped the ride of the car the new car. Several years ago, God said to me by his spirit, one step at a time, one step at a time, it is enough. I have spent about 45 years trying to be sure I take that step that I've heard to take. In Psalm 23:1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I don't see Christians living by that very much. I see ministers begging for money. I see other Christians going into debt and living the way of the world. I see people living defeated lives. I hate the way these people who say they are Christians are living. It is not the way of God at all. We should be living above the world, not below the world. The Lord is our shepherd and we should not be wanting if we're following him. The problem is most Christians do not know how to follow God. They do not know how to hear from God, evaluate whether or not it's God, and follow Him. 
and they don't have faith to follow him. So these are terrible problems. We can't have that in the days ahead. You might have gotten by with that in the past years, but I don't think it'll work in the days ahead. When we hear from God and do what he says, we will find we are prepared and there is no want. Examples I've given so far show following God by his spirit. First, God speaks to us, showing us to do something. In every example I've given you on this podcast, God has spoken to me first by his spirit, showing me to do something. It wasn't that I wanted to do something and set about trying to figure out how to do it. God called it to my attention. Sell the old sound equipment, which we did. Buy a new car, which we did. Put the house before that. Put the house for sale, a special sale price at a lower price, which we did. The money accumulated in the bank. And then God told me, you could just buy a new car, which we did. See, it's following God. It's not getting God to follow us. We are following him by his spirit. So first, God speaks to us, showing us to do something. Then we do what God has shown us to do. Yes, it takes faith. If you don't have any faith, when are you going to get it? Faith always comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You don't first decide what you want to do and then try to get God to supplement you in your plan. You have to hear from God and then you follow his plan. And that's one of the great things missing in the faith movement. I was in that movement for several years. I didn't see anything wrong with it. But you see, I wasn't doing it the way they're doing it. I thought they were all hearing from God and then following Scripture. I didn't understand that that is not what most of them were doing. Instead, they wanted something and they were trying to find a Scripture to justify their getting what they wanted. That won't work. It is hearing from God and then doing what he says that works. But it takes faith. You have to believe you've heard from God. God spoke to Abraham and said, get out of this country and leave your father's house. Leave it. And I will make of thee a great nation. Genesis 12. Well, that took great faith, I'm sure to leave his home, to pack up and leave his father's house. But it was only by doing that that God was going to make a great nation of Abraham. But, of course, God knew Abraham was going to do it. Abraham did everything God said to do. He heard from God, and he simply did what God said. And that's exactly what I'm recording for you, hearing from God and doing what God says. That's what all of this podcast is. So first, God gives us the idea or gives us a scripture to follow, and then we do what we hear from God to do. 
after that we just wait until we hear from God before doing anything else. And that is where one step, one step at a time, it is enough. You take the first step and you just wait until you're assured that you hear something else to do. So then you hear from God something else to do, and you do that, and then you wait before doing anything else. Perhaps you've noticed that the first thing I heard to do was sell the old sound equipment. I did sell it. We put the money in the bank, and we did nothing. We waited. We didn't think, oh boy, I've got this money, I can go out and do such and such. We didn't do that. We let that money just accumulate until there was another thing that we heard from God, and then we did that. That's one step at a time. And when we live this way, we have full assurance in that which we do, for we know it was God who told us to do that which we did. We aren't planning stuff to do. We're just waiting. And when we hear to do something, we use some of that accumulated money and do it. And then we wait and do the next step. This all fits with John 14:26 and John 16:13, where Jesus tells us exactly what the Holy Spirit does for us. Jesus said, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Sometimes I will just have a concept, like, could get a new car. Well, I hadn't even thought of that. You may just have a concept, but you're going to have the money for it. You're not going to go in debt for it, like the world does. Somehow that money has been accumulated. So this is something you've just got to straighten out in your thinking. You've got to go by the way of God concerning money, which is stated for us in 1 Timothy chapter 6. So you read that on your own. 1 Timothy chapter 6. Then Jesus said, John 16 verse 13 Howbeit when he the spirit of truth is come he will guide you into all truth for he shall not speak of himself but whatsoever he shall hear from God that shall he speak and he will show you things to come I've been very strongly trained by God and exercised in recognizing the thoughts that are brought by the Holy Spirit and showing the will of God in the matter at hand. For more than 40 years, God has had me following these scriptures and doing things this way. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 is another very important example because in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, we are shown that the Spirit of God searches the heart of God to show us the will of God. Therefore, when we go forward, we're not going forward in fear. I don't have to be fearful that I spent that money for that car because I know it was God leading me. I don't have to live in fear, as many people do. B. 
because the first thing you have to do is you are assured that it is God leading you because it's the Spirit of God telling you these things. So 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the Holy Spirit searches the heart of God to reveal the will of God to me, to you, to each of us who are born again and have the Holy Spirit. And then in John 14, 26, the Holy Spirit teaches us all things and reminds us of everything Jesus has said. Then in John 16, 13, the Holy Spirit guides us into all truth and even shows us things to come as we need to know the things to come. These are incredibly strong advantages for us in this present life and as we go forward. Romans 8, 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Many of these things I'm speaking to you may sound new to you. Well, take them, ponder them, look at the scriptures, look at the examples, pray, of course, but you can't continue to go in the way of the world because if you continue to go in the way of this world, the trouble's going to strike and you're going to go down with the world. So you must make a change immediately if you're not already doing this and go in the way of God, following the Spirit of God. I have written and recorded quite a few things on this subject of following the Spirit of God. If you feel you need more of this information in writing, you can go to Amazon. I have several books published on Amazon on following the Spirit of God. Get one of those and start trying to uh, pray over it. Pray and get God to give you understanding. He will. If you need more instruction. But for each of us, God has put it in our hearts. I think you're probably already troubled about the future if you belong to God. If you've been going in the way of the world on getting a big mortgage and planning on paying it off by a job, which may not even exist a year from now, again, I'm not just trying to frighten you. I'm telling you that the way of the world is doomed for failure. So if you are going the way of the world, you are doomed to fail. But we have a sure thing in the way of God. Let's look at one absolutely sure guarantee. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. If we meditate in the word of God day and night, to go in that way, everything we do will have good success and prosper. Joshua 1 8. Psalm 1 tells us the same thing. If you, most people walk in the counsel of the ungodly. But if you delight in the word of God and follow those scriptures and conform your life to those scriptures, everything you do is going to prosper. You're going to be like a tree planted by a river of water. Your leaf will not wither when the trouble strikes. And all that you do will prosper. In the time we have left, I, I don't know how much time we have left. No one knows how much time we have left. But I can see just like you can tell when summer is coming because buds come out on the trees 
or you can tell when winter is coming because the leaves shrivel up and start to fall from the trees. You know winter is coming, and you make preparation for winter. Well, we know things are changing. We've got a prelude of this coronavirus which shows us things we never dreamed of and how fast it can change. This is a good warning for us. Some of you may be new Christians and you have been in debt, you've lived the way of the world. This is the time to make some serious changes in your life. I will state once again, go to 1 Timothy chapter 6. Begin living that way. Start making the changes. It may not happen overnight for you, but it will happen if you really want to make this change. You can do this through God by following Him. This is Joan Boney speaking. These things I've spoken to you today are written out for you on our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Look on the right-hand side of the home page and you'll see podcast. You can pull up this podcast. You can hear it again. You can see all of these things in writing. For I know these are critical for you in going ahead. They're critical for all of us, for each of us, in going ahead. Because without these things, without doing these things, we're certainly going to be in fear if we have any sense of all, because things are going to be different. The things we once counted on, just we can't afford to count on them, unless it's God that we've been following all along. And I suspect there are many of you hearing this who have not been following God. Once again, the blog is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. I certainly want to encourage you to go to that blog. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.